Blog Talk Radio. This is the Naked Talk with Alex Okoji. It's all about straight talk with some of the biggest global icons, leaders, entertainers, motivational speakers, authors, life coaches, relationship experts, social advocates, and extraordinary friends as they strip themselves their experiences, and share their unfiltered thoughts about life issues. I believe in stripping the lies and empowering the mind through the freedom of expression. I'm unapologetic about being open, so I motivate my guests to tell it like it is, and help my listeners build a presence of mind while finding their voice. So it's all about the best in authentic conversations, with real people about real life experiences. So let's keep it unfiltered, unscripted, uncensored, and uncut. You're welcome to today's episode. Friday radio special on the Naked Talk with Alex Okurji. And yes, this is the Queen of Expression. My name is Alex Okurji, and I'm coming to you live all the way from Lagos, Nigeria, in the heart of Africa. Yay! <laughs> but you know what? I'm always, I know this pretty much sounds, I know you have like a broken record right now, but I'm always so excited to be back here every week, you know, just to be able to have the opportunity to be, to have some great, authentic, illuminating conversations with amazing people from around the world, amazing achievers from around the world, and um, just be, just to, to have, you know, just have that opportunity to be able to empower a lot of the listeners, to empower a lot of you guys. Um, I am so, 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 so excited. Yes. So, yes, it's, Friday Radio Special, and I'm back here. Uh, last week on The Naked Talk, we had such an interesting conversation, <laughs> right? I had a pretty unique guest. Um, we had um, uh, Judge Michael um, Hyder 
who joined us live all the way from California, and we had a conversation about how to make peace with your past. But really, you know, what was really interesting was him having to share just a lot of his strategy on, um, you know, just the art of thought dwelling and how, you know, the thoughts that we think and the things that we think affect how we feel and how we can be more in control just, you know, just, you know, just the way we feel about things that have either happened in the past or maybe even in our present. And it was a pretty interesting conversation. Now, if you missed that conversation live or any other conversation, um, don't forget you can catch, you know, the Naked Talk. We're syndicated right now on 10 global networks. So, yes, you can always go to my official website to listen to it, or you can come back right here at the radio channel Oh, you can find us on iTunes, we're on Stitcher, we're on TuneIn, we're on Player FM, uh, we're on Pod Africa, we're on Good Radio Network, and, uh, well, yes, we're on Audioboom, yay! <laughs> so, yes, we're now syndicated on Audioboom as well, and that you can, you have no experience to miss any of the episodes and you know just before we get into today's conversation with my very special guest and yes she's here and I've been looking forward to this conversation um I need to say thank you to all of your amazing thought books you guys send me emails goodness you send emails for days uh and I just want to say that I get all your emails and I appreciate you know the thoughts the contributions the amazing feedback and um, the suggestions as well, you know, um, it's great to know that, you know, you are a part of this and some of the conversations have either changed your life or empowered you in so many ways. And I am grateful for that. And I just wanted to say that I, I get your emails. I appreciate them and I love you. So keep them coming. And yes, if you want to be part of this conversation, don't forget that this is live and you can call in if you want to be part of it or you want to uh, send a message to our in-studio chat room. Okay, our in-studio chat room isn't live today. Put a message on WhatsApp and you can tweet at Alex Akurji and make sure to hashtag the naked talk so we can find your tweets. And we'll be right, right here on the show. Or you can send us a voice message, right? So you can go to my official website and go to bit.ly slash the naked talk and leave a voice message, right? If you have a message for my guest today on the show or you have a message for me or a question or whatever it is, make sure to leave a message. And, of course, uh, your, you know, your voice messages will be played right here on the show. So it's been such an amazing you know, August, <laughs> so much is happening. I've been somewhere between under the weather and, you know, just trying to achieve my goals for this month. And, you know, it's great to know that the guest I have today on this show is one amazing woman who is a mission. And just before we get and it's this show, Evolution Magazine. Now, Evolution is all about bringing to you the hair side of life. And, of course, giving your hair a voice. And you can find them at www.evolutionzing.com. And, you know, I'm not going to be able to go on with today's show without just giving uh, a big shout-out to the amazing She Matters movement and all the other She Matters ambassadors around the world. Yes, I'm very just really honored and grateful to be an international ambassador for the She Matters movement and to be able to support and empower women and girls around the world. And so, you know, if you want to find out more about the She Matters movement and you want to be part of it or you want to support it, make sure to go to shematterstv.com. Or, you know, you can search for the founder, Latonia Moore, or you can go to her official website, latoniamore.com, and 
Movement, and you can find all the information that you need to support the vision, right? Yes, yeah, the vision to empower more women and girls around the world. Now, um, you know, this, this show is also brought to you by our friends at Zeno Online Stores. Now, Zeno is all about the best, best class homemade products made right here in Nigeria. Homemade, homegrown products. And guess what? Zeno are they're doing something really special. They're about to go, you know, start their summer, their summer, their summer shoe um, sales. And of course, it's for the listeners. So we're going to be getting special, our special coupon codes, and they're going to be giving us an amazing discount. Like when I say amazing, what percent off? <laughs> you thought about that? Well, I'm going to be bringing those discount codes to you right here next week on the show. So get ready. Make sure to get ready so you can get um, your summer shoes, right? Yeah. So, well, um, just before we get into, you know, my conversation, and I keep saying that, but my guest is here, um, I also have to, you know, just acknowledge the amazing work that, um, you know, the producers of The Innocent Convict are doing. Uh, we're talking about the director, Osagio uh, Korua. And uh, Max Saxon Mayer, as well as Joe Trippin, and all the amazing people who are sort of raising those who have been wrong elected. Um, they're telling the story people who are, who are paying and doing time that they have not co- uh, committed, and how, you know, this wrongful, you know, convictions are basically affecting not only the prisoners or this, you know, uh, yeah, not only these people, but as but their families as well, and the community, and how everyone, how that just totally changes the dynamics of you know, uh, and how people feel about the justice system and all of that, and just to be able to put together this amazing um, piece of art, this amazing piece of work, to be able to showcase you know just the, you know those who have been wrongly convicted and how this has affected them. I think it's such an amazing, uh, um, amazing, and of course, if you want to find out more about the um, the innocent convict, you can. Head on to the Reporters Inc. Uh, that's at www.thereporters.org, and and you can find out more. Now today on TNT, Jerry uh, Seventy. Well, we're definitely talking about finding your inner reason. Now, can you just imagine a world where women are courageous, inspiring, and magnificent? Well, today's guest is on a personal mission to manifest her highest vision and inspiring others to be a light in the world. Now, what, you know, she has a degree in creative arts education and has taught, you know, Egyptian temple dance, uh, ritual trance dance, and various ethnic forms. Now, she's also the co-owner and director of Inner Reason Movement Arts Institute in California, and she is the author of uh, Doorway to Ecstasy, uh, a dancer's initiation. And, of course, she is also the founder and director of Women Rock Project, the largest online video library of uh, women's wisdom. I'm going to have my very, very special me live all the way from California um, in the USA as we explore how to find our inner rhythm and change the world. Hi, Sherry. Hi. Hi, Alex. Thanks for inviting me. I'm very excited about this. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Welcome to the Naked Talk. I have been looking forward to this show. I know we've been talking about this for like, um, you know, I've been counting down to days, and it's great that finally it's happening and we're Now, I don't know if you see the red carpet, but there's a lovely red carpet laid out just for you. (laughs) It's a veteran red carpet. (laughs) 
Where is it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can't see the red carpet. Can you imagine? Oh, okay, fine. Well, um, we knew we were going to have royalty in the house, so we laid the red carpet. But it's great to have you here. Um, I'm so excited. And I do have a little ritual, though. I know you know a little bit about rituals and stuff. <laughs> so I do. I do have a ritual. Um, I like to ask my guests and find out what the weather is like, where they are, where they're coming from. I like to take my listeners on a journey. I mean, we're here in Africa, and you're all the way in California, and I just want to know if it's as hot as it is here right now. Uh, I'm sure it's not as hot as it is there. Um, I live, <laughs> uh, you know, there's this saying that the um, the coldest, what is it, the coldest uh, summer I ever spent was San Francisco in the summer, something like that. Uh, so I'm right across the Golden Gate Bridge from San Francisco, and it's always quite chilly because we have the fog coming in. And uh, but today it's a beautiful day. It's warm, warmish. It's uh, sunny. It's beautiful. I can see San Francisco, and um, yeah, I can see San Francisco right from here. And it's a beautiful day. Great, great. I'm very excited to know that. Um, you know, I, and it's weird because I've had like you know, it's it's okay. It's not weird, but the last three guests. Oh, you're the third, but, you know, all coming from California and have had, like, you know, different weather. So it's always, it seems like just a random question, but it's not. And sometimes I feel like the weather kind of sets the tone for, you know, how my guest is probably feeling. They might be feeling a little bit chilly or they might be feeling warm or hot or, you know, whatever it is. So that just sort of sets uh, the tone for our conversation. But it's great to have you here on the show. And for those who are listening, who may not have had the privilege to come across you, and your work and, you know, what you do. I mean, all of what you do, and we'll talk about that. There's so much. I have lots of questions for you. But, um, you know, the amazing thing about this is that, you know, it's a conversation and, um, you know, we want to find out more. So who would you say Sherry Breyer is? Um, how, would you, how would you describe yourself? How would I describe myself? I am very curious person. I love to learn. I'm always exploring different things. I am an artist, a lifelong artist. I um, am impatient. I am in a restless soul. I like to <laughs> I like to explore all kinds of things. I want to know everything. I want to go everywhere and I want to do everything. And I would say that that probably describes me. Well, Aaron's creative people all impatient. Like Aaron's very impatient. <laughs> so I, I can totally relate to you on that. Well, I know you're you're similar. <laughs> <laughs> right. I you know, I have all these crazy ideas. I want to get everything everything done right now, like right this moment. So, um I can totally and I'm sure that creatives all over the world who are listening to you can totally relate, you know, to that. But, you know, listening to, um, you know, checking your out and just be following some of the stuff that you've been doing, uh, I do know that you have a pretty interesting life journey and you um, are a dancer. I mean, you are a dancer and, and you're a teacher. I mean, you coach. But I'm curious, though, how did you fall in love with dancing? I mean, how did that start anyway? 
Well, I, I was always a dancer, um, I, not a trained dancer. I always loved to dance from the time I was a child, um, although... I my mother gave me ballet lessons at two and a half years old, and after the first lesson, I said I don't want to do this anymore, which was which was a big mistake, because then it was years and years later before I actually uh, started training in dance. But I always uh, I love dancing. I love going out dancing. Uh, then I saw. I was at a fair, at a festival, and I heard this uh, wonderful, wonderful music, and I walked around uh, the corner, and I saw the musicians and the dancers who were dancing to their music, and I said, that that's I just saw how excited the crowd was and how warm and friendly and joyful everyone was, and I just looked at it and I said, I want to I want to learn that and I want to teach it, which is very strange because I have a degree in teaching also, but I never wanted to teach anything, and that just popped out of my mouth. I want to learn that, and I want to <laughs> teach it. <laughs> so I started I started with that particular dance. That was Middle Eastern dance, and then I started taking all kinds of uh, dance lessons and I, to the point where I was teaching several different ethnic dance forms. I was teaching Hawaiian and um, Brazilian samba and flamenco and you know, just a lot of different uh, dance forms through the years. Wow. Ms. like, you know, wouldn't that be weird? Like, you know, everyone else wants to, the fact that you like all of this, but is there anything in particular that kind of drew you to, like, you know, some of these ethnic forms of dance. You know, I, I know that there are more, you know, some people are more probably interested in, you know, some sort of contemporary dance and all of that. But what is it in, you know, just this, what was it that, because you chose a particular style of, or, you know, a group of dance, or should I call it that? Um, and just, you know, I'm curious, though. I've always wanted to learn how to do the belly dance, but I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. But what, I can teach you. What was it that drew you? <laughs> I would love to learn, Sherry, I, you know what, I would love to learn how to, I would love for you to teach me, really. I'm sure that I can, and I've always thought, like, you know, um, I don't know, I hear it's good, it's good for your core, and it's good for your midriff, but I don't know, but I'd love to learn, that's something I love to learn. But what was it that drew you to it? Is there anything in particular? Was it just the dance move, or was it a particular, I mean, apart from the fact that you heard that music, was there anything in a particular style that, you know, just drew you to that particular, um, those types of dance? I have always been um a a lover of 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 cultures other cultures wanting to know about other cultures since the, from the time mm -hmm. I was a child I used to pour over maps and plan where I would go as soon as I could get out of where I was <laughs> and uh <laughs> I would just I I was interested in just how people live their how their what their art looks like and how they live their lives and how they dance their mm -hmm. lives and so when I did mm -hmm. start dancing that was that was my entry into the world was the through dance Okay and so like I'm 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 like an armchair uh traveler dancer I started that way, and then I, then I turned into a um, an actual traveler. And I have been all around the world and seen dances uh, from all different countries and 
all different tribes and all different peoples. And I think you can learn so much about people about from the way they move and the way they interact and the way they celebrate, which is all of what dance is. And, and that's true. I would love for you to come to Nigeria, though, because you need to come and check out the dance. And we do have like about over, we have about 200 ethnic groups right here in Nigeria. So if you're looking for dance, you're definitely going to be, uh, it'll be nice of you to come in here and look at, you know, just what the traditional, the ethnic, you know, um, dance life really is here in terms of, yeah. The, but let me ask you, and you did say, you talked a lot about traveling and that is something that a lot of people want to do. And you've been fortunate to just be able to go to a lot of exotic places. Now, what has been your experience? Like, is there one place that totally, like, just been one of the most favorite, you know, like, places that you've been to, but an experience that that's kind of old dear, something that just totally stays, you know, in your hearts? Can you think of any one of those, in you know, one of those travels, really? Well, yeah, I I would say um, that Egypt is my spiritual home, and I've been there a few times, and and I keep being drawn back to that, and of course that's where the belly dance and the um, a lot of the uh, Middle Eastern dances, the different tribes are there, and they each have their own uh, dance form. Uh, so I would say Egypt, mm-hmm. but I was fortunate to my husband teaches Tai Chi and Qigong. We both teach really unusual mm-hmm. things at our studio, and he was offered to, <laughs> he was offered to be the Grand Tai Chi Master on a World Cruise, Holland America's World Cruise, and so we went. And it was we went by sea, and we stopped at all the different places. And so I've been to a lot of places. I'm very drawn to. I'm not very. I'm not so drawn to. Um, uh, European cultures and cultures that are similar mm-hmm. to mine and speak languages that are similar mm-hmm. to mine. I am. I, I really go for the exotic. So I've been in, you know, in, in Egypt and Morocco, and I love Turkey and I love the Middle Eastern countries, Oman and I mean India. I mean it, it, cultures that are really, really different. I really can see. Um, who I am when I see contrast like that, when I'm in, in the midst of contrast. Mm-hmm. And you just said something that just stopped for me. You said, you know, you see who you are when you're in the midst of contrast. Sure, really, because it totally like, you know, you're different, and that's all it just highlights, you know, highlights, you know, who you really are. That's amazing. But, you know, have you thought about where would you be going next? Do you have an idea of where you probably go visiting next? <laughs> Well, usually um, we travel at the end of August because uh, a lot of people are taking their vacations also, so we close Mm -hmm. the studio. Uh, I usually would like to go someplace, again, someplace far and away and exotic, but I very ungracefully fell and broke my wrist a few, uh, like about a month ago. And I I realized that I wasn't going to be doing too well. It was also my right right wrist. I realized I wouldn't be doing too well in um, third world countries having (laughs) to uh, whatever I had to do. So we are just going to uh, fly to Hawaii and take a cruise around the Hawaiian islands, which we have done before. It's really a a wonderful trip. Oh, wow. If I was, if I, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go, no, go ahead. Please. Well, if I was if I was uh, going to take another uh, long journey to someplace far away, mm-hmm. I want. I haven't been to Bali, 
and I really want to go to Rajasthan. The dance there and the music there is um, just calling me. <laughs> you know, but you did say something, and I'm sorry to hear that you kind of fell and broke your your wrist. But isn't that isn't that doesn't that hurt? Like, I mean, when I mean hurt, I don't mean like physically, but you know, as a dancer who uses you know, and you have to teach, um, does it make you feel even more like impatient? Like, do you feel like do you get into a mood or something just knowing that, you know, you might be limping or you're not going to be able to do, you know, what you want to do, especially as somebody who uses her body to work, right? Like mm. your body is your tool. Um, is it frustrating? I mean, it, it seems like, but how, how frustrated is it to feel like you, you might not be able to do, you know, what you want to do right now? Right. I, well, I was, I'm very, I was very fortunate. Uh, when I started this, I guess we will talk about Women Rock Project, which is my grand mm-hmm. passion now. Uh, when mm-hmm. I started this, I, uh, I wanted, I really wanted to go full force into it. So I had been teaching every day, whether they be group classes or private classes. And I uh, backed off and, and uh, canceled my uh, several of my classes and they were my beginner classes so okay. the classes that i have left to teach now that i teach are the intermediate classes and the advanced classes and then the uh uh rehearsals for my dance companies so fortunately okay. i am able to walk in there and i have been leading the warm up uh, but then I just, you know, I couldn't do anything else. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. we speak the same language, and they've been with me for years, and I just tell them what to do, and they do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so that, 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 that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that part hasn't been um, that difficult or challenging, but I must say that, uh, you know, these casts that they put put on make it very difficult. I've really become ambidextrous because I couldn't use my right hand for to mm-hmm. uh, type on the computer or to eat or to do mm-hmm. all the other things that I do. So it's slowed me down a whole bunch. Yeah, I you know, I kind of figured because, you know, as a dancer and somebody who's used to being fluid or, you know, who's, who movement is important, right? I mean, movement mm-hmm. is important for you just to know that you might be pinned down uh, by the fact that you can't use it. But I, 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 like I said, it makes sense that because these are not, um, they're not beginner dancers, so they don't necessarily need you to ever move. They've been working a bit, so you could really pretty much just tell them, okay, that's great. Now, I do know that, um, and just at the beginning of this conversation, we did say that, you know, you have um, this sort of great mission. Now, I know that you have been empowering women around the world to sort of find their magnificence. Now, why has that become your mission? I mean, just before we go on commercial break, um, you know, why, why, you know, why is that something that has become a passion, really, you empowering women? And how did that start? That's an excellent question. I, I am a lover of beauty. I've been creating as a, as a visual artist or as a dancer. Mm-hmm. I've been creating beauty uh, all my life. And I am also uh, a warrior against wasted potential. And it's, mm-hmm. you know, the, the fact that, that, I mean, what an amazing, amazing world this can be. And the fact that half of the population of the world is is pretty much being oppressed and suppressed. 
uh, just, I mean, it makes me crazy. And I have just always, um, I have been a fan of women, a champion of women. I have, uh, my mother brought us up, my two sisters and I, um, after my father died. So I grew up in a family of women. Mm-hmm. And I have been teaching then for so many years, for over 30 years. Mm-hmm. And basically it's all, almost all women, although I have had a f- few men in my dance companies. But mm-hmm. it's mostly been women. And I just love I love bringing out their their beauty and their magnificence, and I've just seen so much of the uh, uh, the you know the the women come and they are shy or they are uh, don't feel beautiful or they uh, don't think that they can do it, do something beautiful or they're not graceful, mm-hmm. and I spend a lot of time saying, yeah, you know, go girl, you can do this, Um, let's do it. Mm -hmm. And I have seen them um, blossom and become beautiful Mm -hmm. dancers. And it's just, you know, that's what I've done. It's been all-consuming, the dancing and the the teaching. And then now that I have, I had some reasons that I needed to just back off a little bit and I mm-hmm. was thinking, what do I need to do? What, do, what can I do to continue mm-hmm. to, to mm-hmm. uh, influence more women? And I actually had this um, this revelation that uh, about Women Rock Project, and that's I started that. Mm-hmm. But I have, besides my husband, I pretty much live in a world of women. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know what? Well, you did say something. Um, you mentioned something, and I was listening to you when you talked about having to, you know, work with women and bonded by women from the world family to the women that you have to teach dance to and just some of the internal, you know, battle or struggles they have with themselves and, you know, just trying to find themselves or appreciate themselves and you having to help them through that. And that just sort of made me, you know, popped a question in my head. Um, and the question that I kind of want you to hold that up to, because we're going to go on commercial break and we'll come back. Um, but, you know, I did want, want to find out if you had any, if you had to struggle, um, you know, with any sort of self-doubt or criticism or whatever it is. And we will get back to that. But how about we take a quick commercial break and we'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Okay. You're listening to the Naked Talk with Alex Okorji. You're listening to the Naked Talk. It's so uncensored. She keeps it real. She keeps it straight. She tells it like it is no matter who's afraid to bear. <laughs> You're listening to the Naked Talk with Alex Okorji. Naked Experience by Alex Okorji, from timid girl to confident woman. It will make you laugh, it will make you cry, 
It will make you cuss, but most of all, it will be a great resource for you and your loved ones. Log on to www.alexacorgi.net to reserve your copy and win two VIP tickets to the book tour in match. Okay, we're back, and if you're just uh, tuning in, well, this is still the Naked Talk with Alex Akurji, and yes, my name is Alex Akurji. That hasn't <laughs> and I am broadcasting live all the way from Lagos, Nigeria, in the heart of Africa. And guess what? Yes, it's been a pretty interesting Friday radio special here on the Naked Talk, and I've been talking to my very special guest. She is a dancer, a coach an author, and she is a founder of Women Rock Project, as well as the founder of um, Inner Rhythm, sorry. <laughs> She's the founder as well of, um, of Inner Rhythm um, Institute, right, Dance Institute, right, in, in California. And, you know, it was just great to just, I've been talking to her, and she's been sharing a bit of insight on just how she stumbled on her love for dancing and how she basically has, you know, you know, how she's been able to travel around the world, learning about different ethnic culture and, you know, you know, exotic dances and all of that. And just, you know, why she's passionate about women. And just before we went to that, I did ask her a question. And, um, you know, I kind of wanted to know. Hi, Sherry. Welcome back. Thanks, Alex. Okay. You know, just before we went to that uh, commercial break, I did ask you, um, you know, if you had, I mean, we were talking and you did share a little bit about, you know, just why women are, why you're passionate about empowering women and encouraging women and helping women to find their own magnificence. And um, you did mention about some of these struggles and the things that, that some of the, um, the ladies and the women that you had to coach, the things that they had to deal with and how you're able to sort of, sort of help them blossom. Now, that made me want to, you know, find out, did you, deal with any of those issues, some of the issues, were they strange to you or were they things that you could relate to? Did you have any kind of doubt, self-doubt or criticism or issues? Are there anything that you personally have faced as a woman um, that sort of helps you to connect possibly with what other women who are going through the same thing are probably experiencing or, you know, it's just... Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, the, I'm no stranger to uh, the problems that my uh, dancers have had. Uh, I mm-hmm. was I was born in uh, Miami Beach, Florida, and uh, mm-hmm. lived there for a couple years, and then moved uh, started moving. And from that point, because of my father's job, um, and started mm-hmm. moving every couple years. I was in a different school every couple years in a different state. And so I was always the new girl and I was um uh, overweight. Actually, I was pretty fat for a little girl. <laughs> and uh because I was always new, you know, kids are cruel and they they call you names and they um and so I was bullied and of course I had these negative uh ideas about myself. You know, people tell you what to mm-hmm. think about yourself. And um, mm-hmm. I had these, uh, you know, not not so good things, but somehow mm-hmm. I always felt that I could. I think my mother instilled in me the, uh, the fact that I could 
I could do whatever I wanted. It didn't matter what these people said, uh, and I could do what I wanted, and I could achieve what I wanted. Uh, but I mm-hmm. still was I was very hurt, and I went uh, you know, each time mm-hmm. we went to a new school, it was the same thing over again. And so I had, uh, you know, doubts about my uh, physicality, and then um, mm-hmm. always having to make, always having to make new friends. So it was, uh, you know, do these people like me? Um, and wanting to fit in, you know, you always want to fit in. Mm-hmm. And so yes, I very was very aware of and had experienced the same kinds of things that uh, come up when people come to dance to my dance classes. So it's uh, you know it, it's also um, I've had a lot of experiences, so I can all just say, besides just saying, oh yeah, I understand. I really mm-hmm. do understand, mm-hmm. and I think I think mm-hmm. people learn from stories, and I have a lot of stories uh, about my life mm-hmm. that I can say, oh yeah, I do understand what happened to me was, and so they trust me. And and I say, mm-hmm. you know, we can get through this. Let's ju- let's just do this. And I mm-hmm. have taken taken dancers who would say, oh I'll, oh, I'll never perform. You know, besides all the negative mm-hmm. things they had to say about themselves, they would say, oh I'll ne- I'll never oh no I'll never perform. I just want to learn. And I've taken them to mm-hmm. the point where um, <laughs> they're stars and they want to be stars. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's such you know that's that that it, that is so amazing, and I think it's really important. You know, I think that you know we need a whole lot more more of that. You know, people who every day we go through it, you start to realize the things that people deal with. I don't even know if people really think. I think we all just build like a really thick skin that we don't really realize the things that people deal with and how tough it is. And sometimes, you know, they have all these dreams and desires, but they think that they cannot achieve it because they think there's something holding them back from right. something that something that we could actually help. You know, it's you know, we always think and, and I did say this one time on the show that we always think that sometimes, you know, the way that we're gonna help people is only by giving them money. Right, or it's only mm-hmm. by you know being a millionaire or by being you know sometimes you can give someone time and you can give them attention and you can give them advice and you can give them a show you know so the fact that these people like you said it's not saying oh, I get you I know you know but you really do understand because you've been there and you can you know not just show you can show the empathy that's needed but you can also help them and they can see you the fact that you have those stories to share with them. They can also have faith that they too will get over whatever it is that they're, you know, they're probably going through at that particular time. So I think that's really, you know, really great. But you know, talking about dancing now, right? What would you say? I, I just uh, wanted. Would you, you say, mind if I? T- I would just like no, to no, say one ahead. thing. Um, I sometimes. I I mean we have a lovely life here. We live in a wonderful area and I'm teaching women to make beautiful dances and all and then I and then I look at what's going on in the world and what people are suffering and um and how some people are really helping not with money but with actually you know creating foundations going and and mm-hmm. to different places and building schools mm-hmm. and all this and I will look at myself and say you know am I doing is what I'm doing important and mm-hmm. I then I heard somebody say that um it was somebody was asking that same kind of question about well am I doing anything that's really valuable uh people are suffering so much 
And the person answered, you know, there are lots of kinds of poverty besides poverty, Mm -hmm. lack of money. There's poverty of Mm -hmm. the mind. There's poverty of the spirit. And I I got that then, that um, it's not always, you know, that you have to – give lots of money to foundations or that you have to go to refugee camps and help out. But in your own, and, and that's one of the things that's, that stops a lot of people. They say, oh, I can't really make a difference. Mm-hmm. But you need to make a difference right where you are. And, and I realize, okay, you know, yes, these with the women that I'm teaching, they're, you know, they're doing fine financially and they live in a beautiful area. But, uh, you know, everybody has some kind of poverty, some kind of um, unfulfilled dreams and wishes. And uh, mm-hmm. I think that in, rather than just giving up and saying, oh, I can't make a big difference, you make a difference where you are. You know, you just said, and what you said is so beautiful, and I think that the listeners are definitely going to be empowered by that. Um, you know, you have to make a difference where you are. Like, I feel like every day I'm, you know, doing things to change someone's, you know, someone's life. Like, I'm, we're not all going to be Bill Gates and be able to dish out the kind of millions that, but again, it's not what everyone needs, you know, and I, I think I did have this conversation very similar to this last week, and we talked about, we said, you know, sometimes, you know, you might not, you might be financially comfortable, but that's lacking, you might be lacking love, and you might be mm-hmm. having a bad health, you know, you might have a health condition, but you have all the money that you need, and it's not even able to do anything, so at the end of the day, we all need to kind of add value, find a way to add value to, and I think that what you do is so unique, and it's so necessary, and it's so useful, because like you said, you know, Dance does bring happiness, and just to be able to teach people how to be able to spread that joy, right, I think is, um, you know, amazing. Now, I was going to ask you um, about just what positive lessons or gifts that Denton has given you, you know, you personally, um, that you think that other women or other people can apply to their own lives today to probably fall more in love with themselves and find that inner rhythm. Like, what is the one thing that you discovered that you found with dancing that is something that you can tell somebody else or, you know, any of the listeners or women or whoever that they can apply in their own lives, you know, right now? Mm. Mm. Excellent. Again, excellent question. I was very fortunate to find a teacher i have i have a kind of a esoteric leaning a um mm-hmm. spiritual leaning and mm-hmm. i was very fortunate to find just come up, across this teacher who was teaching belly dance as a spiritual practice and mm-hmm. it, it was she told me that the ancient origin of belly dance was ancient Egyptian temple dance and she taught me Mm -hmm. and she was a priestess of that tradition and a um, a master of esoteric Egyptian um, knowledge and she Mm -hmm. taught me the in the way that I would the movement would allow me to come to higher understanding and to create energy Mm -hmm. that I could move out into the world uh, and so I, one of the greatest things is that, you know, just move, just move your body. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so much 
can just so much will slip away. I mean, I am a great uh, uh, proponent of uh, of movement as a uh, therapy, as psychological mm-hmm. therapy, as uh, I would say just you know, very simple. Move your body. Have a question. You know, if you start with a question mm-hmm. and say, and then get into moving and expect an answer, you'll get an answer. So I that that's the main thing that dance uh, has given me is a uh, a path and a journey to awareness. Great, great. And you said that, you know, yeah, because dancing makes you aware, right? I used to be a dancer, I mean, not exotic dancing and definitely not belly dancing, <laughs> but I used to dance, you know, contemporary dance back in school, in college, in high school, and, and then in college. So I did know a little bit about moving my body and using my body. And you know, so uh, I'm I'm curious, and, and you did say that it makes you really very aware and more into, you know, with your energy and then your space or, you know, the universe. So I, I, I think that is um, really such a great gift <laughs> that you've received that you're passing on to us. Now, I, I do want to talk about your book, but I know that you're the author of this really amazing book. Now, I haven't read the book, and I'm looking forward to reading it, but I've heard such great stuff about the book. I do know some, you know, one, two people who read your book and have seen that, you know, great reviews about this book. Um, and, you know, we'll talk about that. But how about we take let's take a quick let's take a quick musical break. I feel like we need a little bit of music here. And you need to maybe get up and a little bit of dance. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Well, you did say that you said it was a great, beautiful day in California right now. So this is Tailwind. It's a beautiful day by Peter Kelly. And Peter Kelly was a guest on the show as well as to begin I'm finally at a place where I've never been I'm talking about a brand new version of me stripped down to my story wrapped in titanium disaster sometimes you just wake up wake up this way it's a beautiful day when pushing me faster forward with the force of a natural disaster sometimes you just wake up wake up this way it's a beautiful day Wake up this way, it's a beautiful 
building Glass of tail and pushing me faster Forward with the force of a natural disaster Sometimes you just wake up, wake up this way It's a beautiful day So, yes, that was Peter Kelly, Tailwind, It's a Beautiful Day, and It's a Beautiful Song. Well, if you're just tuning in, well, this is still the Naked Talk with Alex Kersey, and I'm coming to you live all the way from Lagos, Nigeria, in Africa. And I've been talking to such an amazing woman. Um, She is a dancer. She's a coach. She's also an author, and she's the founder of Women Rock Project, Sherry Bry, who's joining me live all the way from California. And it's been um, a really interesting conversation, actually. You know, it's just so much to so much to learn, really. And if you know anyone who's just tuning in or who's missing out, make sure to get them to come in right now. And, of course, if you just joined in, don't forget that you can always listen back to the archive show right here at the radio channel or at my official website. You can go to bit.ly slash naked. Um, Bitly slash to make a talk. Exactly. Now, um, I did receive a question, though, from um, a listener, and I do have a question for Sherry. But just before we get into that question, you know, I was going to ask, you know, I was I was talking to Sherry about her book. Um, hi, Sherry. Welcome back. Thank you. Okay, great. So um, just before we went on that musical break, you know, we were, you know, I was going to ask you a little bit about your book. I know that you're the author of Doorway to Ecstasy, um, a dancer's um, initiation, but, you know, what is this book about, really? And, you know, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, my goodness, Doorway to Ecstasy, you know. <laughs> but really, what is this book about? And, you know, just tell us a little bit more about this book. Okay, well, interesting. Your reaction is a reaction that I get a lot. Apparently, ecstasy <laughs> uh, apparently ecstasy has um, different connotations than, than what I'm referring mm-hmm. to. Uh, I know, ecstasy, of course. <laughs> yeah, 
yeah, the definition of ecstasy is really to stand outside one's body. So whatever people, people in cultures all around the world for eons of time have been looking for ways to uh, move beyond the physical body and into mm-hmm. a higher level of consciousness. So that's what I was referring mm-hmm. to. This book mm-hmm. is a, I call it a um, metaphysical memoir. It is, a, it's, mm-hmm. it is the story of my life in dance especially when I was learning the Egyptian temple dance and then moving into uh, belly dance and then performing and then teaching. So it really is my, um, my journey into, uh, from, from Egyptian temple dance into uh, teaching and actually coming to, well, what I say, it's a dancer's journey beyond the veil into an ancient mystical tradition. And this mm-hmm. tradition is from ancient Egypt. And I felt that I needed to write this book. This is, uh, I had been learning this for years before. And uh, after my teacher passed on, and I had been teaching for quite a long time, I knew that, uh, and I was, I was teaching different forms of dance, but mainly belly dance. And there was this was before the internet and people did not know where this dance was coming from you know they thought it had mm-hmm. questionable uh um beginnings <laughs> and i realized i yeah i realized that i had gained all this knowledge from my teacher and that i wanted to pass it on and so i started writing this book and uh now of course a lot of this knowledge is uh all over the place. I mean, whether it be all different kinds of movement forms, mm-hmm. uh, Tai Chi and Qigong and um, mm-hmm. um, yoga and all. These are all ways of um, raising one's consciousness. And so this mm-hmm. is what this book is. You could follow this book from the beginning um, and uh, actually do the exercises uh, that my and the rituals that my teacher taught me and mm-hmm. i'm sure that it would start you know really start to um open you up to new worlds and different different uh, possibilities mm. you know and, and you know i think it's a great question though even though i did believe that obviously you know and i get that too as well when people ask me oh your book the naked troop mm, naked what is it about <laughs> right exactly just, you know you know, they go like, hmm, the naked talk, hmm, what is it about, you know? So I do get that a lot, so I understand, you know, exactly. And, of course, ecstasy, for you to feel ecstasy in any way, you have to step outside here because it's kind of almost like a spiritual high or, you know, a spiritual level or a spiritual attainment in a sense. Um, so that does make a lot of sense. Okay, but you know, I was going to ask you, um, and I know that you love to bring light. I mean, um, you love to bring light to the world. You want, you know, you're trying to empower people. You want people to blossom. And it's all over your brand. I see that, you know, the light all over. But how do you, how do you personally, how do you stay positive and radiate light in the midst of all the darkness? I mean, you know, there's so much happening in the world. Um, there's so much happening every day. I mean, you, for example, probably were already planning you were going to travel, and then you slipped, and then you have this fall. And, you know, and you know, again, a day doesn't always go the way we plan. You know, something happens. But how do you personally stay positive? How, how are you able to stay positive and just still be a light, you know, in the midst of all the darkness? What do you do to stay 
to radiate that, you know, the light that you do. Right. Well, you know, it's work. It's hard work, and that's why they call the uh, some of the spiritual practices the work. Uh, what do I do? I, from the moment I open my eyes in the morning, I say, "May I be a light in the world." Okay, before I even get out of bed, because I've got to, you know, my I come out of my dreams, and it's like, oh no, I don't want to get up. But uh, no, it's okay. May I be a light in the world? May I bring something uh, beautiful to the world? And then I work on, um, I have movement movement practices, whether they be my, uh, the rituals for my dance or I have a whole dance f- or a whole movement form uh, that I've created that will also, uh, that I will be putting out that is a book. It's um, uh, movements, 12 movements to actually uh, do everything that I need to do to bring myself from this um, kind of, what would I say, kind of uh, you know, just getting out of bed feeling to uh, really opening myself to uh, be able to be productive. And so I would say that I, I, do, I do movement and then I work. I've been working a lot the last, lately uh, with uh, mantras and chants. Not, I don't chant out loud, but uh, there are mm-hmm. all different kinds of, of uh, chants and words that I use. I um, mm-hmm. so and then I just I just I I just when negative things come up I mean there's plenty of negative things and I actually had gone through a period in the last few years of uh, some difficulties in very various uh, areas of my life and I the trick and it is a trick or it's hard work mm-hmm. is to keep turn is to keep turning. You turn away from the darkness mm-hmm. and turn to the light. You just turn. You Something negative comes up and you say, no, I don't go there. I don't go down that path. I go in a different way. And so I turn to the light, I would say. And that, and I do it. You ask specifics. I do it through um, asking the spirit and through moving and through uh, uh, thinking in other categories rather than mm-hmm. what what the consensus reality is it's like i don't want i'm not going to live in a really negative um world i can't i can't drag myself through a negative world every day so i create my own Mm. amazing you just said something that totally just you know you create your own sort of create your own reality and you find ways to work through that. That that makes a lot of sense. But um, I, you know, and I do want to ask this because I've been waiting to ask this, and you know, this has to be totally like my interest. You know, just I'm just so curious about this. I do. I know that you have a platform, right? And this platform, the Women Rock Project, um, and I'm curious about it. I mean, how did Women Rock Project start? And I mean, for those who are listening, this is like the largest online video library for women's wisdom. I'm thinking, you know, Sherry, really, how do you, you know, I want to create, you know, a women library, you know, for video library. I'm just thinking, I'm so curious. I've been wanting to know this. And I said, you know, I'm just going to wait till I'm going to beat my time till I get there because I do have quite a bit of questions. But I want to, how did you come up with the idea? Why did you decide it was going to be that or it was going to be videos and it was going to be, you know, right. all of these amazing women, you know, why, why that? Why, you know, why, really? <laughs> I think I'm well, wise. 
<laughs> yeah, why, why, why? Uh, I what? did not, I didn't come up with it, and I didn't create it. It was given to me as a, um, as my work. It was given to me as a vision of what uh, was necessary in the world. I had been, you know, everything that I do uh, is, things start from the negative, and I somehow uh, desire to transcend that negative space and end up, you know, you suffer a little bit and then come to a new uh, realization, and that's how all the different things that I've done uh, have come about, and the Women Rock Project came about because I was going through one of these um, challenging periods, and I was just craving, I was just, um, I needed something new to put my energy into, and I would pray, you know, I would just say, okay, what is it that I'm supposed to do? What am I, how can I be of more help? How can I use my energy? I would have too much energy. And one night I had this revelation. It, it was just handed to me like it was downloaded on the computer. It was downloaded into my being. Um, the, the name and everything, Women Rock Project, uh, that I would create this online video library of women's wisdom and I could see it, and it has evolved from, like, if you go to womenrockproject.com, you can see how it has evolved. If you go to the last pages, um, it, it started as a, a completely different thing. It started with, uh, I thought, women, need, women needed to uh, have a place to declare themselves, to uh, say who they are and why, what they want, and uh, so I really started with two questions. I would go around and video women uh, and ask them to, one of two questions. Uh, why do you rock or what are you passionate about? And so I have these uh, little video clips that I took that are, you know, most of them are less than a minute of women saying, oh, okay, well, I rock because, and I think that um, to affirm themselves, and also to come to know yourself. What do you what do you really like? What are you passionate about? I think those are the two most important things that you can do if you want to come out and manifest in the world. So that's how that began. And then I started wanting to get a little bit um, um, more info about interesting women. So I started uh, doing uh, films of them uh, and asking different some of these different questions and I would film them and edit it and they would be about four minutes because people don't have much of an attention span these days and I was getting you know just wonderful stories from these women so I started posting them and then so it it has evolved and then finally I oh I started doing these news flashes um, why I was inspired every day uh, so it was it was just like a I, I knew the format I know the knew the big picture but I didn't know how it was going to manifest and and so I was doing these news these little news flashes I called them and it was I was getting on the um you know on the camera and saying what inspired me that day so I was trying mm -hmm. to be inspirational and then I um I just started thinking you know there's 
all these women that uh, have been, I mean, the women all around the world who have been doing incredible things, and this is one of my main passions is I want to know what everybody does, and I want to know how they live their life, and I want to know how they inspire other people. And so it became the format that it is now, and they are, it's um, uh, a video and a and text of each of these different women telling about um, they're all women who have transcended or overcome some kind of problem themselves. It's kind of my story and have come to something, realized what they're truly passionate about and taken the chance to go out and do that thing and then found that because they were doing what they loved and what they had energy behind, it was really would be success, <laughs> successful. And But that wasn't enough for them. Uh, they wanted to benefit others through what they were doing. So that's what Women Rock Project is. And it just really it came to me. It came to me as a whole vision. And I started, and it's unfolded into what you see on. I mean, you can still see the the old, the very beginning, but it's mm-hmm. unfolded into what it's it is now. You know, and that is so amazing. But just before you know, I say that I do see people dial into the show. If you want to speak, make sure to press 1. You have to press 1 if you want to speak. If you want to ask, share your question, or you have a contribution, or you want to ask me something, or you want to say something, make sure to press 1. If you don't press 1, then I'm, you know, we're just going to think that you're just listening. So if you press 1, then we know that you want to speak, and then we'll get you to connect, because I do see people dialed into the show. You know, so just, you know, back to what you said about Women Rock Project. I think it was really, I really do think that it is so um I think it's an amazing platform, really. And I, like I said, I was curious because I'm thinking, you know, this is just so brilliant. I mean, usually you would have, like, other platforms, you know, that are just, you know, magazines or text or, you know, but just to be able to, even with the old format that you had and even the new format right now, just to be able to use videos to inspire and motivate and tell stories but have all of this stuff from, you know, amazing women who are, inspiring the world and, you know, just motivating people. I think it's brilliant. But one of, one of the things I think that, you know, just, um, again, you know, caught my attention is just how do you have a selection? Is there, like, a reason for why you pick these women? Or, you know, is it just random? I mean, what is – because because I'm thinking, you know, and it's great. Why I think it's so great? You know, I go there almost every other day now. It's like I probably uh. don't platform but then I do know now like I want to go and see who's featured next and what videos it's so great because they're just a couple of minutes but you can watch and just be inspired right so do you have is that a selection process is that a reason is that something that you know what is it that what's the criteria to have a video there like you know to or to be featured or to be listed on that platform is there something about these women Hmm. Well, uh, what I do, I'm, my, my pro, I'll tell me, I'll tell you my process. Uh, <laughs> again, it's like a, it's like an adventure for me. Okay, so I get up in the morning mm-hmm. and I do my the, my practices that I told you about, and then I want to see what's going on in the world and what. Um, but I want to know the good news. I want to know what things are mm-hmm. happy because there's, I, you know, I re, I do read the paper first, and that's kind of you know <laughs> numbing. Um, but then I, you know, I sit down at the computer and I go searching. I go into the virtual world searching for. Mm-hmm. 
a woman who is inspiring. And, um, you know, I do have just different ways of going. I might, um, I might uh, Google inspiring women. I might Google, I might start thinking about a particular profession, a pilot. Gee, I wonder what a pilot's life is like. And so I, I get to meet all these people. I go in there and I'll read about them or I'll see these videos. See, I don't make these videos. These videos come from mm-hmm. of course. Um, okay. that are already made now. They're, they're online. Mm-hmm. They're either in per- people's website or on YouTube or mm-hmm. on um, interviews or whatever. And I just go looking for um, somebody who's who's interesting and inspiring, and then I start doing research. Uh, you know, I listen to their. They may have several videos, and I listen to their videos, and I choose one that's short enough and interesting mm-hmm. enough. I want. I always want to hear their story. What you know, I want to hear and to present to other people their story, what they, um, why they are doing what they wanted to do and how they came about. Just the same questions you're asking me, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. So, and then I do a lot of research uh, so that I can create the text. And my, my, I don't want to tell everything about them. I just want to, mm-hmm. you know, offer little tidbits that will make people interested in going to find out more about them. And so I do that, and I write up a small, a small amount of text to go uh, along with it. And I, it's, it's just, I mean, for me, I really have found something that I want to do for the rest of my life. I mean, I will teach dance as long as I can stand up and move. And I will work on Women Rock Project because it is, I do think it's valuable, and I, I get a lot of pleasure out of it. And I'm sitting here looking at the um, the front page right now, which you are on, mm-hmm. because I thought you were a very <laughs> yeah. inspiring woman. But right now, my favorite, my, my absolutely favorite person of it right now, for right now, is this young woman, Anastasia Somoza. And as you know, wow. here in the States, we are having um, the Democratic conventions and all. Mm-hmm. And she is a young woman. I think she's early 20s. And she spoke at Hillary Clinton's um, Democratic convention. And she is a physically challenged young lady who is just the most inspiring person I've ever met. <laughs> she's just incredible. And I think people should just go to Women Rock Project, and she's she's right on the top of the front page. And then right next to her is this woman, uh, Hillary Pal- Clinton. <laughs> Pardon me. Okay, Pal before. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I did check it out. Yeah, you know, so I was just I was trying to remember who was next to her, and then I remember there's Hillary Clinton somewhere on that front page as well. Right, and then I put also, I've been watching a lot of them. My husband's really been watching all the political stuff. You know, I can't stand too much of it, but I do watch <laughs> some. And, and <laughs> I mean, it, it is a fiasco, you know, this whole thing that's going on mm-hmm. here. But I won't I won't talk any, any more about that. Mm-hmm. But then the person next to her who I just uh, posted is Rachel Maddow, and she's a TV host mm-hmm. and political commentator who we are mm-hmm. um, re- really interested in listening to her. But there are just, I mean, I, I just suggest that people go and see all these, you know, fascinating women. If you have an idea that you just want to bust out, you just have to do something to create a different life for yourself. 
these these little videos and these people will give you inspiration because they have gone through uh, probably the same thing, whatever, whoever you are, they've probably gone through similar feelings and emotions mm-hmm. and obstacles. Mm-hmm. They've overcome them, and uh, they're living the life that they want to live, and they are benefiting other people. So that's what I have to say about that. <laughs> no, but, you know, it's I'm listening, and I'm thinking that is so true and so amazing. I mean, when I saw Hillary Clinton, I'm like, oh! But whether you like it or not, she's been through a lot of struggle. Like, she's had challenges, but then she's also made big leaps. I mean, first of all, whether we like it or not, she is, like, the first female presidential candidate in the U.S. You know, that's not something that is ever – that is amazing, right? So to have a platform that highlights and celebrates women – and their journey, their you know, but in a way that it's inspiring to the person who's visiting the platform, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not mm-hmm. just you know celebrating, but it's you know it's presented in a way that it's more for the person who's coming in to watch, and not right. you know really the person you know. So that's what is amazing. I think that's what's beautiful about it because I did make a lot of noise. Actually, what I found that I was on that was surprising because I didn't know anything about it. I was just searching on Twitter for something else and I saw this link and I was like, okay. What's this yeah. link? And then I clicked on <laughs> yeah. it and I and I ended up somewhere I was like, what is this? And I'm like, what? No, right. this is weird. No. You right. know? And it's it's a beautiful first of all, it's a beautiful platform to look at. It's pretty you know, I love pink. But then there's also <laughs> the gold and the yellow and it's very you know, effervescent and there's a lot of light. Like it just really feels magnificent. It feels like I think, you know, it just has a way of making you feel like you rock, even without being a part. Like, you know, you just go there and you're like, okay, I think I rock. I have what it takes to rock, right? You know, you I have what it takes to be like all of these other women here. And so, but then, you know, I, I felt like, okay, it's just great to be here. But then again, I'm saying to myself, wait, hey, am I like the first African? I'm like, ah, you know, and then I start telling the entire world, like I'm bragging to everybody. But I think it's such a beautiful thing that you do, and it probably would be the go-to place for people to learn, um, to get inspired, to get motivated. I, I tell you, I check it like every, I just want to see who is making it. Because, again, it's not, we're learning. You know, you're I didn't know Rachel, like, you know, there are a lot of people there that I didn't, and I'm thinking, oh, you, you know, it's the go-to place. I go there now to, to see who's who's there this week, you know, like, who's made it there this week, and what are they, what's their story, you know, what video, what mm-hmm. video is coming with this person and their profile. So I think it's really, I think it's a, you know, great place for women and those who love women, mm-hmm. men who love women I, to go to. Right. I, I can't tell you how happy that makes me because that is my um, goal and, and vision that, uh, you know, every woman around the world, I mean, I haven't even begun. Everybody, like mm-hmm. you're mm-hmm. the only woman from Africa at this point, and mm-hmm. I haven't even begun, you know, mm-hmm. to get to the, to hardly any women. And uh, that's my, my desire is that uh, women will know that they can come to this site 24-7 because as long as they can connect mm-hmm. to the Internet, they can come here and be inspired. They don't have to sit and think, oh, God, I don't know what to do. And I think that video mm-hmm. is really the way to go because um, 
you know, there are so many people who are writing beautiful things, whether they be books or blogs or giving talks mm-hmm. or whatever. But I think that uh, it's such a, uh, a video-oriented um, uh, world right now that, and you can click on and and you know, in a couple minutes, you can go from. Oh, I just don't know what to do, or I don't know. I don't. I don't think. You know, I just not knowing what to do. To hey, you mm-hmm. know, this woman, and you can just go anywhere you want. You don't have to. You know, mm-hmm. I've got little little girls from ten years old who are on this site, who are you mm-hmm. know explorers, adventurers, or or mm-hmm. um, women's. Everybody is a woman's advocate. That's the that's the point. That's the main mm-hmm. the main uh, common ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's that's what you know. That's what is amazing. I'm seeing people who are, you know, I'm seeing climbers. I'm seeing, you know, I'm seeing different like things. You know how it is. We're sometimes so stuck with. I mean, unless it's of interest to you. I mean, if you're a woman who's interested in advocacy, or you really care about humanity, or you're have, you're a humanitarian, or you know, you kind of. But you know, in the general, in the general sense of it, most people sort of pay you know, traditional celebrities in terms of, you know, media personalities like myself or actors like myself, or, you know, just, you know, but then you get a chance to see not just those kinds of people, but, you know, people in other fields that are still doing amazing stuff, right? Oh, absolutely, so I right. Get there to, and that's, that's what's beautiful about it. So you can see every different category of women who are doing really amazing stuff. And that's why I said, you can actually go there sit there the entire day and not move. And I was like, oh, my goodness, I'm not going to walk today if I stay on Women Rock Project. So, oh, so, well, uh, I'm thrilled. Thank you. Yeah, so you go from working to going to the next and just, you know, watching the visit. I'm like, oh, no, I'm not going to do anything today. You know, but it's great to know that there's a platform like that. Like you said, so women can, people can get inspired. Not just, I think that even men are going to go there and watch and be inspired by these women as well. Um, okay, I see people dialing in and out, dialing in and out. Again, you have to use your hand raising effects and press one before, you know, we, so we can connect you. If you don't press one, then we don't, we just think you're listening in and that you're not, you know, you don't want to speak. Okay, so, um, you know, just before, and I know that we we don't have so much time left. We have to let you go very soon and all that. But let me ask you this. Um, I know that you have this uh, manifesto. I mean, I mean, what would you say? Women cultivate, like, you know, a personality characteristic, something that empowers them for life. I mean, I know that you have your, you know, your manifesto that has these five secrets for a radiant life. I don't right. know if you want to share anything about it, but, you know, what is it? I mean, I, the, the beauty about having this sort of conversation is that there's something to take away that people can listen back to, even if they miss the show live and they're going to listen to the archive show and, you know, come back here. That, you know, there's something, there's, you know, what is that thing that I know you share that in the manifesto and they can go sign up right. on your website and get it. But, right. you know, you can see this a little bit. Uh, where, where, you know, those, I know you have five secrets for a radiant life. So, you know, what would be one, two you could share with us? And they can go sign up so they can get the remaining three. <laughs> right. Well, there. I mean, there is, uh, if they go and they sign up, um, they have the five secrets for a radiant life. But um, I recently put up a um, another, uh, if you go to womenrockproject.com forward slash free gift, it's a much more extensive. It's uh, six articles, and it's um, it talks about all the different uh, 
avenues and different things that I have uh, learned that uh, people can can do. But I would say there are basically three steps that you need if you want to become the hero of your own life and you want to manifest a life that you um, envision. Uh, first, mm-hmm. and this is uh, from all the ancient mystery schools, is know yourself. And so what does that mean? You need to find out, really dig deep and find out who you really are, not who people told you you were or not who you think you want to be because you want to be like somebody else. But you have to dig deep and come to know yourself. What is it? Who is it that you are uh, beyond all these ideas that you have about yourself? Secondly, uh, you have to create a vision. Everything starts from a vision. So when you come to know yourself, you'll start to see, you'll start to be able to envision, well, if I could do anything I want to help the world, uh, what would I do? And so this takes, you know, questioning and self-knowledge. And thirdly, we must come to love ourselves. We have to encourage and support ourselves as we would someone that we love. We have to um, uh, just, come from a loving space for for ourselves and then that and rip away all of that negativity oh i can't oh i shouldn't oh um i'm not good enough all of that so those are three um i would say the three major steps that i feel to uh manifesting a life that you want to and becoming a hero of your own life wow amazing amazing yeah, and you do say, you know, you must know yourself. You have to have a vision. I think, you know, that's great. And if, if they want it, they can go to women rock, uh, com forward slash free gift, if I'm correct. Right, right. And this, so this, these are articles. It's it's uh, six articles that I wrote. I was a, um, um, an anchor for one of the online women's magazines a few mm-hmm. years ago, and I wrote uh, these articles. And so I have included them as a, uh, as a, a gift. gift for coming. Yes, for coming to the space. And it will give yeah. you an orientation about where where I'm at, although you don't really need to know where I'm at. You just need to, you know, <laughs> look at these women and find out where they're at. <laughs> well, I got, I got my gift because I signed up today and I got my gift. So um, <laughs> thank you. Oh, anyway. great. But you, you, <laughs> so you, you, but you know well, let's take one more. Let's take one more musical break. We'll be back. I know we have to go okay. through, but we'll be back. And this is Madeline Victoria. He only loves me on the dance floor. We'll be back. Okay.
only loves me on the dance floor with uh, country singer songwriter Madeline Victoria, and yes, Madeline was the show. Um, what in April? I think I think she was a guest on the show in April, and that was just that was a beautiful song. He only loves me on the dance floor. Well, it's been such an amazing show. If you're just tuning in, my name is Alex Okurji, and it's been such an amazing Friday radio special on the Naked Talk with Alex Okurji. And I'm sorry we have to wrap soon, guys. But just before we leave, um, hi Sherry. Hello, hi Sherry. Alex. I know. <laughs> I know we have to do it. But just before we go, just one last thing. I'd love to know from you. Why do you think that women rock? What is it? What is it about us? I mean, who are forgotten, you know, just who they are and how amazing they are. Just something that they can hold it to, you know, as we wrap today's show. Uh, women rock. Women are magnificent. The qualities of uh, women are not the qualities that uh, people think of. Uh, they they want to put them, like if you look if you get a look at a definition of uh, of um, uh, women, you get these oh soft and sweet and delicate and it's like <laughs> this is not who we want to be. We want to rock and why can we rock? We mm-hmm. because we have compassion because we're open to our emotions because we're nurturing because we love beauty. Because of uh, our desire, I think that we have a, a desire to make a world that's beautiful for other people and for the ch- their, our mm-hmm. children. And that mm-hmm. is why women rock. Mm. Wow. It's amazing. It's been such an amazing pleasure um, and an honor having you right here on the show, Sherry. And I just wanted to let you know that you rock. <laughs> you know, just you know, just all the amazing stuff you're doing. Beautiful world there, teaching dance and encouraging people to embrace your consciousness and awareness, and just to be able to celebrate women. And you know, I think it takes a really beautiful woman to be able to the women, right? So um, I think you really rock. Thank you so much for spending, sharing your time with us. I know you have to go right now, but it's been such a pleasure. And I would love for you to come back again some other time on the show. Maybe when something new happens with Women Rock Project, I would definitely love for you to be back here. Thank you. It's been my honor and pleasure to spend time with you. I think you're one. Of, I think you're an amazing woman. Actually, I mean, you really rock. You do so many different things that are all of benefit to to different people. And I can't wait until we can get together and dance. Yes, I would love that. Ooh, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> Why my wish? I can't wait for that to happen. That would happen. And I know that there are a couple of stuff that we're going to be doing together. I'm looking forward to that. So thank you so much, Sherry. This has been uh, such a pleasure having you here. Thank you. Thanks, Alex. Take care. Take care. Have a great day. Well, guys, that has been such an amazing, amazing conversation with my very special guest, Sherry Breyer, who's joining me live all the way from California. I don't know, but I had such great fun talking to Sherry. Not only, you know, but it was really a learning curve as well, you know, just learning a little bit more about exotic deaths and that, <laughs> and, you know, just about the project. Now, don't forget, you can go head on to www womenrockproject.com or you can go to her official website at Sherry Breyer. Just go to www.sherrybreyer.com and you can connect with her. And you can find her as well on, on Twitter. She's um, 
at Women Rock Muse, and you can find, you know, you can find her everywhere. Just Google Sherry Breyer. But it's been such an amazing, amazing show, guys, and I'm looking forward to next week. Oh, my goodness. I got great guests next week on Talk Wednesday and Friday Radio Special, and I'm looking forward to that. Don't forget that you can follow me on Twitter. I'm Alex Okorji on Twitter. Don't forget I'm on Facebook as well. Go to Alex Okorji Official, my new Facebook page. And you can find me on LinkedIn, on Instagram, and everywhere, Alex Okorji. Or you can just go to my official website at www.alexokorji.me. And, yeah, find out more about me. And if you want to become one of our VIP patrons, don't forget to go to my official website and click on Patreon so you can support the Naked Talk. So we come back next week. I love you. I love you. Love you. I love you, I love you, I love you for listening. It's unscripted. Talk with Al.